episode 42 of the Golf Performance Group podcast. And apologies to all of you that will watch this online as we try to grow our YouTube page. You're only looking at JJ and I today. I'm your host, Lebrado Palmer, and we've got... <laughs> JJ Wood, a.k.a. the Golf Pod. <laughs> I mean, uh, we're, we're missing... One. That's maybe the first Taylor, one. Maybe Taylor makes me nervous or something. <laughs> yeah. And we are missing um, Taylor today, so... I mean, y'all are just gonna have to deal with us. I mean, the the old crew, um, the 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 guys. Oh, I mean, you have no, you know? the no, I, no candy on the screen at all. You know, they're they're gonna be mad at looking at this um, episode when they see it. That's online. why I wore my pretty shirt, though. You know, so I I, that is there. That that is that is a nice shirt. So this is a <laughs> this is a shirt I got after I shot my eighty two at a tournament. And I went to the <laughs> Nike outlet to make myself feel better. Got some. Got some sweet shirts, and then I looked at my bank account, and I'm like, "Gosh, dang, we need this weather yeah, that, to improve." I'm sure that 82 didn't help your bank account either. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, but the I, thing was, I, I felt like I played well. You know, <laughs> that's a weird thing. <laughs> and I, uh, well, you know, when it's rainy, winding, and uh, and you haven't played golf, didn't play practice round. I just was, I was playing like an 18 handicap mindset. That's why I tell people go play golf when you have time. It's just your rusty mindset wise, thinking through shots. Yeah, but definitely, definitely. Go get yourself a pretty shirt if you shoot 82 because it makes you feel better. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big person on if you look good, it doesn't matter how you play. You know, I'm a jump man golf guy. I wear a lot of Jordan golf shoes. Um, I usually always wear slacks. It's hard to do in Houston because it gets so hot. You know, you got yeah. shorts. You got to shorts at some. But I generally, you know, top button. I'm always um, trying to look halfway decent. But I, Wait, I, I got to ask you. Yeah, so going off that look good, play good. How did you feel about Rory's uh, shirt on Sunday? That, that yeah, it, and I feel, a couple other guys, it was terrible. It wasn't the best. I mean, you know, um, I know they were honoring Tiger. We'll get to Tiger here in a second. Some of the, they, they just they weren't built enough for the clothes that they tried to wear. Yeah, like, and I think yeah, like I think it was Xander had a baggy old shirt on, but I think a better honor for like honoring Tiger was like Billy Horschel had a TW on his hat, like. Yeah. I felt like Nike might have been taking advantage of getting a new shirt. Oh, without question. Something. Without question. You know, they're always I mean, trying so, to capitalize. Now, I had a chance to come up to the facility um, and hit a few balls. Um, got a few swings on camera. You know, I'm still working on some things, but at least I was able to get oh, up there. Oh, yeah. So this is why people like you, my sister, like you need me before you post something. Cause I get hate mail when you tag me, my, my sister does the same thing. You know, these golf instructors, they know everything. And yeah. they're like, man, all he's going to do from that setup position is early extend. Uh, and so I replied, why don't you tell him that? Like, <laughs> uh, uh, great. There's a lot of, there's 8 million things that could happen. You know, it's of like what people always have to like prove that they're knowledgeable. And it's like, Come on, man. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I, yeah, but I, but um, so I, my, I almost, I forgot about it. I was going to, I was going to send something to you, but I forgot. My swing is coming along. You know, it, it, it's getting to where I want to, but it's weird. You know, I, I can still get around the course relatively good, but I know there's a few things to get me to the next level. So well, that's my point. Those. Like Phil, I always say Phil Mickelson's perfect example, man. You, like the, you watch a video of someone hit it. Like I don't do a lot of online, le- like swing analysis because there's a, you got to know the player and like, if they're really athletic, they make certain things work. Phil Mickelson's perfect example, but you don't have to early extend from that position there, you know, but anyway, uh, it's just annoying. 
Well, get your hate mail. You know that that means that you no. If um, you're not, if they're not. Yeah, if you're not getting hate mail, that means you're not that's, doing anything. You're not. That's important. exactly so, what I was gonna say. Yeah, you know, if you don't have critics, then that means yep. that you're not important. Yeah, bring on the hate mail. Bring it on. Bring it on. So, yeah. all right. Obviously, the big news um, after we left, um, you Taylor and I, we were talking about like you know I even had made the statement. I think that that was Tiger's last time we would see him on the golf course when he was with Charlie. You were alluding to man, it's gonna be sad if he passes in the next, you know, few years. And then boom, right after the podcast. (laughs) Then right after the podcast, we hear that. Yeah, I went and taught after that podcast. I came up to the course, taught a couple lessons, and I had to go run there and and I was pulling out and my heart like stopped because they cut into the PJ Tour radio, I guess I had on, and it was, you know, breaking news, you know, the single car crash. And I'm like, oh my wow, (laughs) like that I, I just have a I don't know. It's a I don't know, it's sad, really. Are we but. okay? So here here's a question that I'm mm-hmm. I'm and so I'm not trying to play devil's advocate. This is just me asking in general. Will there come a point where we get fatigued yeah. of supporting Tiger through <clears throat> all these varieties? Yeah, I think it'll go away. I mean, I think <clears throat> I mean now after that last term, that's the first is a world golf championship, all the best players. It was yeah. the first tournament since Tiger's accident. So I'm thinking it'll slowly go away. I mean, not go away, but yeah. it won't be the headline on Golf Channel every day. You know, I, I bet you they'll update every other day. But I think, you know, all the stuff on the on the golf coverage on TV, they're not going to be all about it, I don't think. Because to me, I feel like <clears throat> the golf industry has been so Tiger-dependent that if you're going to have to cut that leash at some point. And yeah. And they're and they have to accept <laughs> that there's not going to be, there could be, there could be someone coming along, but yeah, there's not going to be another tiger, you know? No, it's just, no. I mean, he had all the, all the different angles, like to grow the game, you know, the athleticism, yeah. the mindset, the ethnicity, you know, he's every race, I think. I yeah. mean, he's like the perfect one to bring everyone like to golf. And then for guys like me that were young, and I think that's like guy like Dust. I think I talked about this last time, Dustin Johnson. Like he made it like respectable for us to play golf when all our yeah. friends wanted us to play football, baseball, basketball, all that. So and now kids are playing and they they get a lot more respect from their peers. And it's Tiger. You know, yeah. I don't think we yeah. would have the Dustin Johnsons and the Brooks Kepkas and. All these, uh, all these, they made it okay. And then, you know, then they started first tee program. So inner city kids can play. They have it in schools. Like, and that all stemmed from Tiger. I mean, it's billions of dollars that Tiger created. But it's sad that I think kind of, you know, it's, uh, you know, he had to sacrifice kind of, you know, his dad made the decision for him to be great from a young age, you know, and, you know, taking them, to a military psychologist to get, you know, who knows what they're saying, you know, at five years old that he didn't have a choice. And, you know, I, I, it's sad. I think, I mean, it's, I wouldn't give, I wouldn't take a billion dollars to have his life, you know, afterwards, it'd be cool, you know, when he was in his prime, but for 10 years, for 10 years of greatness and a billion dollars. And now like Ronnie Coleman, you know, that documentary, like Ronnie Coleman can't even walk. Yeah, I mean, I would walk. be a PGA Tour player, make a couple million a year. I mean, I would be more than happy, you know. Yeah, I, but there, there used to be this thing. That's probably why it wasn't people, great. 
Yeah, there used to be this thing people would ask, like, would you rather be a guy like Ian Poulter, who's like the king of the Ryder Cup, or, you know, he's never had any issues, he's always, you know, made a couple million a year, or would you rather be Tiger Woods? Like, that that's kind of the... On the surface, it looks like Tiger, right? But, yeah. But especially Ian Poulter, that's a great example, because... Yeah. He he has his whole continent behind. Him. He does, like, that's I what I'm saying. Him, yeah, you know? yeah they, they like, love him. In like Tiger's, you know, because of his personal issues, you know, that everybody knows about because he is Tiger Woods. You know, people are divided on their opinion of him. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know, most women don't like him. You know, yeah. and I understand that side, but uh, yeah. Anyway, let's let's get off the Tiger train. Everyone's, you know. Yeah. So let's go. Let's go to one of my um, favorite players then. Um, more Kawa, but Finau let me now, you know, I'm, I apologize to anyone who followed me on the Finau. What did he last uh, week. end up at? Um, he finished, I think 12th or 17th, one of those T something where he was just outside the top yeah. 10. But, uh, well, and, and what hurt me is he was, you know, had a chance to win and he started his round with a triple bogey on Sunday, but I'm not going to get into that. Sundays have seemed to be his downfall on every tournament, but more yeah. lock solid. Um, goes out and wins his third tour event. So he's got a major and two wins under his belt in two seasons. Um, and, and you made up a point where we were kind of talking beforehand. Um, there's been a lot of conversation around the players are too long. The courses are too short. Um, I know there was conversation back in the early 2000s about tiger proofing courses. Now they're saying changing some of the equipment, either the drivers are too hot or the ball is too hot. Um, Morikawa is the exact opposite. I mean, he's a long player. Don't get me wrong. All of them, but his ball, but his ball striking is what won him that tournament. It's ball striking. So I, I I haven't posted, but every every week I get the strokes gained stats from the week. Okay, and you know the winner is always positive, pretty much across the board. Maybe not short game to the so strokes gain is are you gaining or losing shots to the average player in the event. Uh, based on each area of the game, short game, putting, uh, irons, approach, and off the tee. And what's crazy, like driving and putting, I think, is the most important uh, aspects of the game because you got to be able to get it in play. If you're long, you have, you know, you're going to get a closer with a wedge than someone with a six iron. But the strokes gained approach, I think I talked about it maybe a month ago, it has been the highest strokes gained. Like he was plus nine. Uh, strokes gained, like that's the average short play. That's yeah, and, uh, he was like yeah. plus maybe one or two driving and putting, and yeah. short game something around zero. But 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 he that's what you know people don't realize when he keeps stats like fairways, greens, putts. That doesn't tell the story because I could have thirty putts and hit three greens, or I could have thirty putts and hit sixteen greens. But then I could hit sixteen greens but have forty footers every hole. So yeah, those are those yeah. are bogey possibilities, not birdie opportunities. So yeah. Uh that's why if you are a golfer, you know, any any level, you keep a handicap, say that level. You know, if you uh I you know I have people that are negative twenty four. Um I'm negative two and a half putting right now, strokes game on my thing. <laughs> uh, but uh but I'm positive almost a shot with my ball strength. So I've got that back. Um yeah. But anyways, like you can identify, like, am I really that good of an iron player? Cause I hit 12 greens around or am I, you know, 
am I too far from the hole where more cow is putting it in there, but then he's got to make that 10, 15 footer. He does. Know? He does. He does. So, yeah. so the, the thing I was impressed with him is he had the big names pushing him on Sunday. I mean, Kepka was there pushing him. Um, you had um, Rory, I mean, in his terrible shirt, was there pushing him. Like, you had the big names. That's probably why Rory to... didn't come through, because of the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you had to they climbing the leaderboard. So even Hovland, you know, he these guys who are, you know, you had some emerging stars. You also had some, some stars that are established pushing him. And, and just like when Morikawa won his um, uh, major, he is lock solid. And I think he's a guy who has staying power. I think he wins a couple times this year. He might even win player of the year this year. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised he kind of fell off the last, you know, month or so. I don't know how long. You would, too, really seen his name. You would too, though. You would too if you well, won. No, I mean, but I know. But it was so impressive how he came out of the gates. What, one yeah. missed cut in the first 20-some starts? Yeah. yeah. But he started struggling with his putting. And that's how crazy golf is where – you didn't hear about him. Then what was a Riviera? He missed yep. the cut. Riviera? Yep, he missed, he the, missed cut. the cut. Cause that was the first week he went to the claw. And then that's why people that take lessons, they give up. It's uncomfortable, right? Well, it's cause <laughs> you're changing it. You're not used to it. And so he, he just stuck with it and it, you know, he got comfortable, got the timing, got the speed control down and look at him, you know, yeah, so. yeah. he's doing great now. So, so we, we transition into this week where, it would have been a big week for golf, you know, Arnold Palmer and Invitational. Uh, um, obviously, you still got the Tiger news out there, but a, a lot of good players are playing at the Arnold Palmer this year. I mean, you've got. Yeah, I mean, it got, always rolls. It's an Invitational, yeah. Yeah, you've pretty, you've pretty much got um, the top 10 in the world and then uh, uh, about 80% of the top 50 in the world at this event. Headlined by Rory and Bryson, but you've got Patrick Reed. You've got Hatton, Fitzpatrick, Spieth is there, Casey's there, Fleetwood, Horschel. The only person who really is not showing up is Finau and Dustin Johnson. Everyone else is kind of at this event. So um, it, it was hard for me to come up with a, a card for this week, so to speak, just because I, I, don't, I don't know who's ready for this big of an event. And I think they're going to try to have fans say- again. I mean, Bryson's, you know, struggled, but he shot a 77 first round, but then he came back 64 and then yeah. he, he finished at like six under. He could yeah. be trending back to where he was, you know, because what so, he said, he was just a little bit off, but with that much speed, that's way off. That's what yeah, people he was don't like realize. that much you speed. That's 50 that. yards. Yeah. And everyone's talking about rolling yards. back the golf. Oh, I think he kind of brought it up and then we got off track, but you know, everyone's saying roll back the golf ball, especially because of Bryson. Why? Cause he's lifting weights and he's an athlete. Like, no, yeah. like he, if you get that little bit off, it's a lot easier to get out of bounds with that speed. Then that's how impressive it is that he could do that, you know, gain all that weight, get in this tempo timing. And he was able to, you know, keep it in play basically. But concession was a great course. So, you know, 7,400 yards, I know, but you know, there was guys shooting 77s and then yeah. did, what did uh, DJ shoot? Seventy-eight or something? Yeah. One round oh, he had maybe? a terrible round too. Yeah. But, they, but it's a great designed course where you had nineteen under win, but then you have guys shooting high seventies because it rewarded the best players. If you're a fraction off, you're you know you kept tripping across the green like me when I shot my eighty-two. So, <laughs> so so here here's what I came up with um, for my um, four players. So for whatever reason, Paul Casey always plays well in that first Florida swing event. 
I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the humidity. Uh, maybe it's just he's comfortable there. But he, he generally always plays well. So I actually made him as my A player for this event. So Paul Casey is Paul my Paul Casey. Okay. Yeah. My, my uh, B player is Kevin Na. Now, I know he's the slowest player on tour, but in the first 10 events of every year, have you is noticed he's slower? He always, they, were talking, they were talking about Billy Horschel. He's, he's slower. No, I think Kevin Na is the, he's the slowest player I've ever seen. I mean, he does like, um, you know how guys do like Ben Crane's. Ben Crane's not on tour anymore, I guess. He's not on tour anymore, though. He's not on tour anymore. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. And then my C player is um, Zalatoris. Have you heard of him? I've so, played with him. Okay, I've what's crazy? Them. Dude, he's good. He's got all he, of it. He's he, 26 out of 27 cuts in 14 top 10s in his last 30 events. Yeah, so I mean, he, uh, he, yeah, so that's, I've told you about the decade golf by Scott Foster. Yeah. Yeah, so that course management strategy. Uh, so he was the test dummy when he was, uh, I think, junior, senior in high school. He was a good player out of Dallas. And Scott Fawcett worked for his dad's company. But Scott Fawcett played web.com tour out of A&M. And he had a finance degree, I believe, but he's a numbers guy. And he traveled with some guys. I can't remember those, their names, but they they ended up making it to the tour and winning. And Scott Fawcett was like, I'm better than these guys. And that's, you know, because he was a good ball striker. And back in the day, that's kind of how I thought too. Like, I'm better than that guy. Well, how did he make it, you know? Yeah. But it's it's like managing your misses and knowing your tendencies, shot direction, that kind of stuff. So he came up with like a formula and he went to his boss, Will uh, Zalatoris' dad, and said, hey, can I do this mm -hmm. with Will on the range? I want, you know, he was a good player. One, I think maybe at state high school. But on the national scene, hadn't done nothing, nothing okay. great. And so he, uh, anyways, they do it. Will likes it, so he caddies for him that summer. He wins the U.S. Junior Amateur. He wins like two or three other invitational amateurs for like that college players are at. And then he goes to Wake Forest, becomes the number one amateur in the world. And that's when I played with him in 2018 as a practice round at the Valero Monday. Uh, okay. That's when he had just turned pro, and they gave the exemption to someone else, and he was all you know, butthurt about it, but he, he's a good kid. He's, and he, he's a wiry, you know, maybe six one and he hammers it. Like, Oh yeah. It, yeah. His swing yeah. arc is just, and you know, so after the round we had a, you know, a putting contest cause we we're practicing our putting and I took him to extra holes and I was getting about to get confidence and his buddy sees us putting and he's like, he's like, isn't he such a terrible putter? And I was like, are you serious, man? I was about to like, he's the number one amateur in the world. I was about to beat him. And then I lost the match, and then he's a bad putter. I'm even worse. It totally ruined my day. Yeah, no. So, and then my D player is Alex Norin. So, um, just Alex just, Norin's real good. Yeah, just solid. You know, so this tournament, Arnold Palmer, I'm going with guys who make cuts. They don't necessarily have to be winners, but I need you to make the cut, finish top 20. And I'll finish in the cash. If I get a winner out of Norman one of those, I'll be happy. makes a lot of cuts, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He 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 yeah. rarely misses a cut. Also, you know. So yeah. that's kind of how I picked my card for this week. So um, what we need to do, though, is I've been thinking we need to do a a DraftKings for the podcast where people can challenge us and we make a challenge weekly us card. or challenge you. Us, you know, <laughs> players too. Taylor knows <laughs> players also, so they can challenge us. So like a weekly thing where. We put our cards together um, and then that we can put a little money on the line so that people know that there's some odds 
And I bet we, if we can get eight to 10 people, that'd make a little fun thing. And it's something yeah. we can talk about on the podcast. And we can post the results on the social media, exactly. maybe have Taylor get us some free, you know, gifts through her. Uh, right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. We definitely need to do that. So now before we get out of here, any um, tips for people that you want to give people or give me after you saw my swing here last week, what, what do I need to be working on to stop early extending? So, well, so according to this guy, cause I don't, you know, I look at golf swings all day. So I kind of, when I'm not working, I don't look at golf swing. I mean, unless I'm like in the mode of researching, but according to this guy, I can't remember his name and I don't know what kind of, uh, you know, expertise he has, but okay. he said, you need to work on your setup, which I do. I don't agree. I don't know if I agree with, with you. Cause I didn't look at it still, but I agree okay. that, you know, it's a, the golf swing is a domino effect. And I actually have a, a spreadsheet where I have P1, P2. So <laughs> P stands for position. So okay. position one is your, your setup. So there's a uh, ball position, there's grip alignment, uh, stance posture. So if you don't get that right, you're manipulating from there. So okay. there's a reason the fundamentals are the fundamentals. And if, unless you're a scratch golfer, you probably shouldn't deviate much from that. But once you get to a certain level, you can deviate based on certain things, certain ball flights you want. But, but yeah, I would say get your fundamentals right. If you got your fundamentals right and then your transition from backswing to downswing real smooth and in sync, there's not much room for golf instruction. But everybody thinks there's a secret out there and there's not. Of course. Yeah, no, I get that for sure. So, but well, well, I'll be back up there again Sunday. So maybe we can um, get it on the camera where you and I are doing some work together so people can see that. I'll, we I'll can work on your setup. Yeah, because it might be a setup thing. I, I think, um, but from those- well, What's uh, your ball flight? I'll look at it. What's your ball? So I have a little, what's your mid, big miss right now? Um, big miss right now is just still um, a big push. A big push would big. be my miss still. Yeah. Here's my other tip. Like if someone says, turn your hips to start the downswing or keep your head down, like something just, you know, typical- like ask them what, how's that going to, how's that going to correct your flaw? Because, yeah. you know, I, I have a maintenance guy here that, you know, he slices it and, you know, he got some unwarranted advice and, you know, it's like holding a pizza tray at the top. Well, that's going to get you more laid off. Most likely nothing's exact yeah, yeah. science, but laid off is one of the factors that creates a slice. So like, yes, that's picture perfect. Like you probably read that in a magazine, but, that's not going to fix your slice. So like address, like identify the problem and then, you know, see what's causing and start from position one all the way through Perfect. figure Perfect. out the well, core of the issue. Well, Sunday we'll get some um, video together and put it on the, the social media page. Cause people are always wondering like, you know, where, what, where are we practicing? What are we doing? Of course we go up to Northgate to, to work on what you're doing. I do a lot of stuff at home, but now that it's warming up or really warm now, and um, some of our free time is getting back. We definitely need to do that and plan our golf event. We've been talking about that for a while also. Okay. My last tip, you said it's a push, right? right? Yeah, it's a push. Correct. Yeah. So where your club face is pointed is 80% of direction. Of so if you know, I mean, I don't want you to create any more issues, but if you no, know. I'm going to wait until Sunday. I'm going to wait until Sunday. If you know how to release it properly, that's what I would try to do. Yeah, I'm awaiting until Sunday. Flick so. of the wrist, it's you know, boom. Okay. Yeah, so on Sunday we will we will work on that and get that done. So um, if you like what you heard, you can follow us on um, Instagram at golf underscore pod. You can follow JJ at JJ Wood Golf. 
You can follow me at Lebrano Palmer. It's like Arnold Palmer, but with LeBron's name in front of it. So Lebrano, because someone asked me, they're like, how do you spell that? So I figured I should give them a little more details yeah. uh, in front of it. So, Oh, actually, I was talking to a member here and I, I said, uh, you know, I had a meeting about getting a range building. And I said, I was trying to describe you. And they're like, oh, Lebron Palmer. And I was like, <laughs> how you know him? He's like, no, I've just seen your Instagram <laughs> podcast videos. So uh, they probably started following hey, you or something. That's good. Yeah, like people, it's weird. Like, it, But then a lot of people are like, I don't even know how to spell that. So I figured I'd start giving people it as Le- Lebron and then the Arnold Palmer drink. So if you enjoy that, A-L-D. that's how you spell it. Yes, it's Lebron yep. Palmer. So, all right, but we appreciate you all listening. That's been episode 42. We're out.